0: What's going on? It's Ryan Woods, and this is the End of the Woods podcast for Monday, November 23rd, the week of Thanksgiving. Huh? The week of Thanksgiving. Good to see you. How are you? Going to see the family? You going to go kill your grandparents and your parents? Oh, Ryan, you believe in all that? Yeah, I do. You know why? Because eventually I want to go back outside. And there are people in my neighborhood. Now, think about this as I set my phone down. Think about for a moment. There are people that are protesting. You heard that, right? A very popular thing to do this year is protesting. 2020, year of the protest. And they're protesting a curfew of 10 p.m. Like old people. I'm going to play the clip for you. You're not going to be able to see it because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if you could tell that. I don't know what I'm doing. Can't get my music back. If you couldn't tell that I didn't know what I was doing before this, then I don't know what what it'll take for you. But here's the video. If we don't fight for our freedom, we're not going to be free. The corollary is if people want to be free, they have to earn it. And you earn it by fighting. If we don't fight for our freedom, we're not going to be free. The corollary is, if people want to be free... They're in a mall parking lot, fighting. fighting for their freedom. And God damn it, they're all older, in their 40s, 50s, it looks like. One of them's wearing a hat and a leather jacket and jeans. He's not from that movie, The Outsiders. He's not, he's just a normal guy. Bad joke, but you know, I will roll with it. But anyways, they're fighting for the freedom. What? What? Think about what you just said. Fighting for the freedom. Fighting for their freedom. Because, God damn it, if I want to... After 10 p.m., nothing good happens after 10 p.m. Especially if you are over the age of 33. You know what I mean? Like, nothing good. Like, think about if you're over the age of 33. Think about the last time you were out till 10 p.m. or later. Willingly. And then when you woke up the next day, you were out. Not up. Out. Like, out and about doing something. Think about that time and then think about how you felt the next day. And I promise you, you didn't feel good. Nothing good happens after 10 p.m. What is this saying? It's like, nothing good happens after midnight? I don't think anything good happens after 10 p.m. I think the governor's doing us a favor. And there's this, like, people... First of all, that guy used the word corollary. Is that even a fucking word? The corollary is... The corollary in fighting for my freedom is that I... You know, if the government's going to shut down Applebee's, um... I can't get in a fight with my fucking ex-wife in the, po- in the fucking, you know, I can't get in a fight at the Applebee's with my ex-wife after 10 p.m. after drinking bottomless, uh, what the fuck, two for 20 bottomless, whatever. The corollary meaning. Meaning. Corollary definition. Corollary. Having the shape of, Or a form of coral. I think that's wrong. Corollary. A proposition that follows from one that is already proved. I mean, fight for our freedom? I don't know, man. Listen, it's not that serious. There's not, your freedom's not being taken away because you don't believe a virus is real. That doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about, man? It's these people that mix patriotism with like, you can be Patriots. Like, this could have been our moment. I know I went on that long rant on Instagram at Ryan Woods, two S's. I know I went on that long rant on Instagram about, hey, we need to band together and do it for, you know, don't do it for you. Do it for us. Let's all get back together. Let's do this together type deal. This whole togetherness attitude I had for a couple days. And then, you know, I saw some stuff that just fucking ruined my mood. It just made me not want to care. Like, I don't give a shit about you people. Why do I even care? You haven't cared about me for the last seven months. So why the fuck would I care about you now? You fuckers. I hope you go see your grandparents on Thursday. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Grandma. Won't see you at fucking Christmas because you'll be dead. Because I had to have a Friendsgiving, right? Some shit food that my friends made. And we all laughed about how shitty cooks they are. It was so much fun. And then I saw this insane... <laughs> Sorry about your life, Grandma. You'll be fine. Don't you know it's not real? Um. saw this crappy... I saw this Instagram post that the gyms have been making. I have to find it. I thought I screenshotted it. I did. Here we go. It says, Important reminder. This is what gym people want you to believe, right? Think about just marinate with this. I know, Ryan, you open every week like this. You'll, can you talk about the Browns win? I will in a moment, all right? You fucking bastards. It says, important reminder, 2,873 gyms nationwide collectively tracked 49.4 million gym visits with only 1,135 cases. He claims that that is a 0.00, 000 23 percent so all of which had zero community transmission now i've been back to the gym and i've never been screened or tracked nothing has been tracked on me at the gym there's no fucking rules it's a lawless place i'm the only one wearing a mask people look at me like i'm the weirdo like i'm an alien no i just want the gym to stay open you ever thought about it but here we go here's the end of it Healthy, strong people frequent gyms to stay strong and healthy. Unhealthy people do not. So, assuming that they're saying that only unhealthy people can get COVID is amazing. Because Miles Garrett has COVID. You seen that guy? I think he's in good shape. You, ever, you know, I, think I would say he's a he's a in good shape human being, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you agree with me that Miles Garrett's in good shape? So maybe unhealthy people don't get COVID. And then it says, oh, but he's not going to die. Okay. Who? Who? (sighs) Who ever thought like, just because you can get, like, you can get sick and you don't die. It happens a lot. But that's not the whole point. We don't know enough about this. It's not the flu. It's just the flu. No, no, it's not. What? Yeah, and your science degree that you got from Yale should help me make it should make me feel very comfortable in listening to you. Yes. Now you don't even have a community college degree. Read the receipts, baby. I have the community college degree, so I have enough fortitude to start a podcast and then to continue that podcast and then tell you I have a degree. So that gives me the leverage over you. I don't even know if those words worked, but I tried to use big words. like That guy used the word corollary. And the corollary, so the corollary that that guy's trying to make, I guess, is that somehow, some way, healthy people don't need to wear masks because they don't get sick. Hmm. So if I fucked, say, say I fucked a hooker, Okay. On the off chance that I fuck the sleaziest hooker. You know how people get at bachelor parties, you know, they buy you a cheap hooker and then you're fucking a cheap hooker. So say I fuck a cheap hooker. In this hypothetical, I think to myself, "Hey, I'm healthy. I want to fucking come in this lady. Ugh. I want <laughs> I want to come in her." So I'm not going to use a condom. Cuz they dared me. So you fuck, and you fuck, and you give her the best 30 seconds she's ever had, you know. And then you go home and wake up the next day, and it burns to pee. But you were a healthy guy. You're not going to die, but now you got STIs. And that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. That is not good. Put that in the not good scale, all the way to the right, Not good. Ah, Jesus. I can't believe it, man. So I'm over it. I'm done. This is never going to end. We are forever in this trajectory of abyss where people aren't going to believe anything. Some somehow they've been proven to they, they somehow believe they don't have to believe anything. I don't know how that works. The government's always lying to them. The government is putting together this grand plan where they're trying to take away our freedoms. When in reality, you have no freedoms. Do you pay on a car loan? You don't even own your car. They said you bought it, but then you're wrapped into a 72-month loan. You think you own your home? You've only paid interest for the first 10 years of that 30-year mortgage. The bank owns your home. You don't own anything. You don't own anything you own because you put it on credit. You don't own a single item. And you're talking about being free. The only thing you're free from is thinking. But you're disguising your thinking as free thinking. I'm a free thinker, man. You can't stop me. I'm a free thinker, man. You're just being brainwashed into wearing that mask. How's it feel to be muzzled, man? It feels good, actually. How's it feel? Good. It feels fucking good. Just so fucking tired of it. Tired of it every week. Just every time I turn on my phone, somebody's like, Actually, uh, not many people die from the fucking black, from the coronavirus, because this fucking... Shut the fuck up. Who cares? And that's almost as dumb. It's like the, remember when the kids couldn't get it? Like that didn't make any sense. Let's go two factor thinking. Kids can't get it. What do you mean kids can't get it? Kids can't show sh- can't show symptoms. Perhaps I don't know. Maybe that that might sound right. But you can't go around saying kids can't get it, bro. Bro, kids can't get it. That doesn't make that doesn't make any sense. And you know it doesn't make sense. Bro, kids can't get it, bro. What do you... What? Do kids not get sick? Kids get sick all the time. They actually have weak immune systems. Maybe they don't show as many symptoms. I don't know. I'm just going to do what they tell me. Because in, in, in your telling me that the government is controlling everything, you have somehow... You have more faith in the government than I do. Because I don't have any faith in the government. I don't know if you've looked around, but they've handled this Poorly. So, I don't have any faith in this government. But you seem to think they can pull strings and things happen. Like, there's some mob boss. You've watched too much Narcos. And thinking that the government runs, like, Pablo Escobar's cartel. Now, it might be true. There might be some Bilderberg Group. Isn't that who it is? Huh? Should we look that up? That'll get us on the nice watch list. Bilderberg Group. The Bilderberg Group. The Bilderberg Group is real. You can actually look it up. Meeting. Is an annual conference established in 1954 to, just, to foster dialogue between Europe and North America. Originally for, to prevent another world war, it is now defined as bolstering consensus around free market Western capitalism. Okay, so this could be a problem. Political leaders, experts, industry, finance, academia, and the media. Numbering between 120 and 150, so it's an exclusive club. This is to encourage candid debate. Attendees are entitled to use information gained at meetings, but not attribute it to a named speaker. This is to encourage candid debate while maintaining privacy. Also, a provision that has fed conspiracy theories. Yep. Yep. like to be on the... Who's the chair of this? It's a lady. Canadian lady and victor. A Dutch economist. Economist. Who cares, man? You know, who gives a fuck? Um, yeah, Browns win. That's <laughs> a segment. That's a change in you. Uh, the Browns win. So, Browns win again, 7-3 and three in the elements. Can we get a good game? Like, can we get a game where it's not going to rain? Browns are going down to that godforsaken city of Jacksonville. I know I rag on Tampa all the time for being a second-rate uh, you know, city, but Jacksonville, I mean, where do, we even, where do you even start Jacksonville? You know, if you're from Jacksonville, you know it's not good. You know it's rough. But you love it because it's humid. At least it's not Tallahassee. Am I right? A little Florida comedy for you. But anyways, what can I say about the Eagles? I don't know how they won a Super Bowl a few years ago. How did Nick Foles and Doug Peterson win a Super Bowl? I also defended Carson Wentz for so long. Carson Wentz, quarterback of the Eagles. I defended him for so long. I think I'm off now. I tried to be a Carson Wentz defender I tried to say he was this special talent because I think he is. But God damn it, is he stupid. He is just flat out stupid. You're in the end zone. I think the score was like 12 or 13 to 10 or something. And he's in the end. He's taking a snap from his own end zone. And he just stood there like a statue. And you know what happened? He got sacked. Because he stood there for three to four seconds. Don't just stand in the end zone. Rule number one of being a good quarterback. Start moving around if you're in the end zone. Don't just stand there waiting to be sacked. Huh? Don't just don't do that. And also I think Baker Mayfield is getting better. Who would have thought? In a in a normal system, the Browns are seven and three, almost guaranteed to have a winning record this year. Now that I said that, probably gonna fuck it up. But we got a lot of bad teams. We have this unfair competitive advantage of having the Jets on our schedule and the Jaguars. You know how many wins they have combined? One. So I'll take it, man. I'll take it. I'll take the win. Nick Chubb looked great. Miles Garrett being out hurt. Denzel Ward stepped up. That's how you get a win right there. That's how you get a win right there. What other game did I watch yesterday? Tried to watch Tua go to Denver. He sucked. Uh, Joe Burrow going down hurts. You know, and I don't think he plays next year either. Cincinnati, way to fuck it up, huh? Way to fuck it up, Cincinnati. Way to go. Way to fuck that up. And then I watched the Raiders and the Chiefs. And yeah, Patrick Mahomes. He's just really good. And Aaron Rodgers, I watched the end of that Colts-Packers game yesterday. Aaron Rodgers, minute left, peed down his leg against the Colts. Peed down his leg like he had never led a game-winning drive ever. The old adage was, for the last decade, it's always, don't give Rodgers too much time, don't give Rodgers too much time. And then the Colts give Rodgers too much time, and guess what? He flubs it. I mean, he got a field goal, but he flubs it. You know what I mean? So then, I'm watching the Chiefs-Raiders game. Raiders give the Chiefs too much time. Patrick Mahomes doesn't flub it, puts his nuts on the table, dick out, says, here we go, wins the game. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. He does things no other quarterback can do. I know Brady's the greatest of all time with six rings, but when Patrick Mahomes starts racking up the rings here, what are you going to say? What are you going to tell me? Because Ryan, I've made that call weeks ago, that Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. I had to spit that out because I didn't want to make. I was about to hiccup. I thought, can I also not stutter? But I look. I don't know. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. Some people tell me, well, Patrick Mahomes. Like when they're arguing with me about Baker, and they're like, oh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I'm like yeah, okay. Well, if we're gonna argue against Patrick Mahomes, every ba- every basketball player should be up against LeBron James. If we're going to compare him to Patrick Mahomes, compare him to LeBron James. Because that's just what it is. The greatest. The best. Speaking of greatest, I have an ad read for you. Yes, I have breaking news. Breaking news. Let me hit the sounder. Hold on. Sound effect. Okay. Okay breaking news we have breaking news so ryan has been doing this podcast from inside his bedroom and the into the woods podcast has grown uh we've had guests on from uh brady crandall and the living machine the book that came out um We had Anthony Pompliano, who was probably my biggest get, probably one of the smartest people I know in finance. And I reached out to this company, and I said, hey, I want to work with you. Do you want to work with me? And so they said, yes. So, I'm now, this podcast, into the woods, you listening at home, Ryan, sitting in his roommate's bedroom, Roommates may also, may or may not be his parents. The Into the Woods podcast presenting sponsor, Manscaped. Now, I know a lot of people are like, dude, they they sponsor everybody, but I got special offers for you. So support for Into the Woods podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Here we go. Ready? Manscaped just launched in the UK. For United Kingdom listeners, I know I got some over there. I see the analytics. There's a few of you over there. We've gone years, years without using the right tools for the job. You guys in your English dicks, you know what I mean? Fix them up. Dick and balls, fix it up. You can be the be one of the first men in England to experience the life-changing products. You want a lady to go down on you? Oh, let me get down on you. I, I can't do the accent. But you have a lady go down, she'll be astonished by how clean you are below the belt. Now, I will say, for the last few months, I have been using a, for the last few years, I use a regular razor. Not the one I use on my face, but a regular razor on my dick and balls. Now, I know what you're thinking. Ryan, aren't you afraid you're going to nick it? Aren't you afraid you're going to cut yourself? Because you've said before you're not working with a lot. And I know. I am nervous about that. I'm not trying to scar it up. It's already not a pretty sight. But with Manscaped, that's all changed. Everything has changed now with Manscaped. It's all different now. And that's why Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball trimmer ever created. Did you ever think that could happen? And just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0 in the UK and United States. Wherever you're listening, you can get your hands on this. The third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. I mean, can you, can you beat that? Can you beat that? You thought 2020 was a bad year, Get yourself a Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, new and improved. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes, so if you got a lot going on down there, you can fix that up, okay? The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates the grooming areas for a closer more precise trimming weird i don't know who's doing it in the dark but whatever i don't judge i don't kink shame on the podcast they've also upgraded to a 7,000 rpm motor with quiet stroke technology you're putting 7,000 rpms right next to your d&b and you're not even worried about it for listening at home DNB and dick and balls and let's not forget about the charging stand show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by usb So for Christmas, if you can have people over and they go in your bathroom after they ate all the food and all the, what do they call it, fruitcake they can have, they go in the bathroom and they see that thing. They know what you got going on below the belt and you can be proud of it. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience firsthand what I've got going on. I feel like I'm selling something. Let's get that bush to tush clean. Get 20% off plus free shipping. That's what I do for you. I get you 20% off and free shipping with the code INTO. That's I-N-T-O at manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping, whatever you want at manscaped.com with the code INTO. I-N-T-O. Make your testies your besties. Clever. (laughs) Don't know if I would say that again. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code INTO at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code INTO. Your balls will thank you. Now, I felt like Billy Mays during that read, and I think I did five minutes, and I deserve a gold medal. That was an epic first-ever live ad read on the Into the Woods podcast. We do not pre record on this podcast. We do not do anything hi-fi over here. Everything is lo-fi. You know that. This is Into the Woods, presented by Manscaped. I know I waited 20 minutes to let you know, but I wanted to do the read in the middle. I wanted to rant about all the other shit and hit you with the, with the ad read, baby. You know, you know I got it like that. You know what I mean? I got, I got it like that. Um, yeah, man, Manscaped. I, I really appreciate if you use that code INTO, I-N-T-O, at checkout, at manscaped.com because when I started doing this podcast, I never thought, first of all, people would listen. Uh, I never thought I would get an advertiser. You know, I watch a lot of smaller YouTubers, and they always post about being sponsored by Manscaped. I'm like, oh, man, how cool would that be if I could do an ad read for Manscaped on my podcast, my silly little show that I do from my dark corner of my bedroom? You know, that'd be pretty sweet. And then to have it come true, it's pretty pretty amazing. You know, it's pretty... uh, Pretty amazing, one good step in the right direction, Manscaped. Shout out those guys, Uh, shout out my guys in the UK, ladies if you're listening. I know I don't have that many lady listeners, shockingly enough, I know. But if you are listening, get your man something good for for Christmas this year. The holidays are coming up, code INTO, 20% off, free shipping. So, who doesn't love free stuff? Anything at Manscaped.com. I hook you up. Don't ever say I didn't do anything for you. You didn't waste all your time listening to this podcast. And now I didn't waste mine doing it. For now. (laughs) Until they hear that ad read and they go, what the hell was he talking about? Uh, What else did I talk about, man? What else happened in my life? Uh, We got... I was watching wrestling last night, Survivor Series. And I saw that The Undertaker was retiring. It was his farewell. I know a lot of people don't watch wrestling, but bear with me. Uh, the Undertaker's farewell was last night. And, you know, I a lot of fond memories of watching The Undertaker. Uh, wrestling, for me, is something that probably changed my life a little bit. Uh, I remember being probably in fifth grade, and we had this babysitter. My brother and I had a babysitter because I was like 10 or whatever how old you are in 5th grade. And I remember watching Friday Night Smackdown. And she had she was here. And she was with one of her friends. And, and cool kids always love to tell you. Dude, wrestling is fake. So I remember her saying, wrestling is fake. And I'm like, okay. Like, I didn't care. I was like, whatever. And The Undertaker was on Friday nights at that time. And I loved The Undertaker. Like, The Undertaker is what to... Is what is to wrestling as like the Beatles are. Um, to music, what Babe Ruth was to baseball, Ken Griffey Jr. even to baseball, these larger than life, uh, pioneers. You will like the Undertaker lived the character; like he was the character. There was Mark Calloway who was the person, and then the Undertaker was the character. Paul Bearer, um, this funny story. I remember I tweeted at Paul Bearer because I used to think like everyone wanted to tweet at me when I got a Twitter in high school. I must have been a sophomore. Or freshman, I don't remember. But I just remember tweeting at Paul Bearer and going, like, hey man, what was it like working with The Undertaker or whatever I said? And he, him and I had like this five, six tweet exchange. Then he died. Uh, A few, you know, a little, like, when did he die, Paul Bearer? He died pretty soon after that. Yeah, William Moody. Passed away of a heart attack on March 5th, 2013. So, yeah, it must have been freshman year. Died in Mobile, Alabama. Um, Yeah, but, you know, Paul Bearer and all those guys, you know, The Undertaker, Kane. Like, it was also Cool Brothers of Destruction. Like, it was this supernatural thing, right? And and The Undertaker was a character, and it's what made wrestling cool for me, is that it was this different world, and it was this totally different thing where you could be whatever, and you could do whatever, and it didn't matter. And nothing was real. That was the whole, that was the whole reason I liked it, is these larger-than-life things happened, right? John Cena picking up Big Show and Edge at WrestleMania 25, The Undertaker wrestling for an hour with Triple H and Shawn Michaels at the uh, end-of-an-era match at Hell in a Cell in WrestleMania 28, which I think he should have walked off... Like Taker probably should have walked off after that twenty WrestleMania twenty eight match, but he loves it too much, man. He came back so many times, and I remember telling, trying to explain to Dana when we had just started getting together, Dana and I. We had started talking WrestleMania thirty one ish at time, so it was like uh, twenty fifteen, and I remember trying to explain to her the significance of. Uh, the Undertaker no longer being undefeated at WrestleMania. And she like didn't get it, but she like wanted to care or like wanted to listen. She's like, oh that's, okay. And so I'm just explaining, like, dude, you don't understand. Like the Undertaker, he's undefeated for all these years and blah 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 And it was really important because it was the streak and every year it was the streak. Who's gonna beat the streak? Who's gonna beat the streak? Who's gonna beat the streak? And it was it was uh Lesnar and Lesnar beat the streak and it was a big thing. She's like Lesnar? I'm like, Yeah Brock Lesnar, you know him, he's got the fucking sword in it. So you just try to explain to her and she didn't care and uh, but, she, you know, she tries to listen. So I was trying to explain to her last night, like, you know, The Undertaker's retiring. It's a huge thing because he, he's the character of all characters. Like, there's nobody like The Undertaker. He is a separate being. He is a different, um, he's just his own thing. He There's no one, there's not going to be another Undertaker. You know, there's never going to be another character like that. The characters don't develop the same. The internet has changed wrestling uh, for all these years, but... You know, wrestling for me was really strange because it got me to work out. I remember I just did a video last night on Instagram where I, I did the little peck pop thing. The only reason I could do that is because I wanted to work out because of watching wrestling. I really only started to work out to do the PEC pop and look and be a wrestler. Like I wanted to be a wrestler so bad. I still do. That'd be awesome. I remember telling Dana that too. I was like, I want to be a wrestler because that'd be so cool. And so... um. Yeah, I mean wrestling was funny. It was fun. Me and my brother, we just go on uh, when we go on like week long vacations. Um, we would like make it a big deal to wrestle when we went on vacation. We would tell my parents like they can go out Monday nights because we'd watch Raw. Yeah, we would just spend a whole night in. It's pretty silly now that you think about it. Look, man, I loved wrestling. All right, fuck you. What did you ever love? nothing you loved nothing nothing loved you and you loved nothing how about that how about that you loved nothing you just wanted to fit in so you liked whatever they told you to like huh <sighs> you fucking loser sorry i didn't mean to lash out like that uh but i got one more thing to talk about. There goes wrestling. And I got a couple more things, but I only have a couple more minutes. So I got these. I've been seeing a lot of this, and it, it finally caught up to me that people on Instagram who are influencers, um, they really just have abs, and they want to tell you how to live your life. Dude, are you sad? Like it goes something like this. Like, are you sad? Are you unmotivated? How about you drink some water and go exercise? Like, that's all it takes. Eat better, drink water, and exercise. And it's usually accompanied by a pick of their abs. And you're like, oh. Oh, okay, that's all I have to do. You mean that'll get rid of all this mental trauma I have built up? that's all I have to do is literally just do nothing. Do normal shit. I agree with half some of that. You know, the water part and people don't drink enough water. We've been over this. Exercising, sure, but it's not going to fix you. No, man, I don't mean fix you. I mean, like, it'll it'll be a step in the right direction. Message me for plans. They want to sell you some fucking bullshit training plan. Okay, so what you should be doing is, how about I just work out, man? Can I just work out? I don't want to... Like, trainers are so crazy to me. Especially online trainers. That's so crazy to me. Ugh. I don't know. I've been seeing that. And they try to tell you how to live your life. Like, you can can take control of your life. Like, thanks, man. You're just so cool with your fucking weights. I don't even know where I'm going with that. But they're just pissing me off. But I did see an article on the Taylor Swift stuff. And it's pretty badass what she's going to do. Taylor Swift... Uh, legal battle. Legal battle music. Because you can just buy... um, So you can just buy music, like investments, I guess. You can just buy masters. And Taylor Swift's battle over her music escalates. The public battle between Taylor Swift and music manager Scooter Braun continues to escalate. Scooter Braun, didn't he work with Justin Bieber? Uh, Swift claims Braun and Scott Borchetta the head of her former music label Big Machine Label Group, are pressuring her not to record copycat versions of her songs and to stop speaking about them publicly, and in exchange will allow her to use parts of her older catalog at the upcoming American Music Awards and in a Netflix documentary about her life. They say Taylor Swift can 100% perform all her catalog, past and present and the AMAs. Big Machine has no issue with that. Um, spokesperson... They owe her $8 million worth. That's why the music business sucks. Um, because you can just buy, like, Michael Jackson when he bought uh, the Beatles catalog. Like, it was really strange. Because you can buy and sell these like stocks, basically, like you're investing in them, and you're just going to make the royalties. Which I don't understand at all. I don't know why that's allowed. Like that'd be like if somebody bought my podcast, like and I didn't even have a say. Braun gained control of Swift's first six albums in an acquisition deal in June of last year. I'm pretty sure he sold it to somebody else. At the time, Swift called it the worst-case scenario. Um, a source close to Braun and Borchetta, they've extended an olive branch. <laughs> they extended the olive branch to Taylor, asking her to sit down and try to make things out. That's so fucked up. Of course, she declined. The time for a sit down should have been before Braun purchased her masters. At no time has she ever threatened them. Of course. Right? What she's she going to say? She's just going to recreate them. She's just going to re... That's why I thought this story was so amazing. She's just going to re-record all of her masters. Which I think is badass as fuck. You're like, oh, you own all those? Okay, I'll just re-record them and remaster and release them as remasters and my fans will listen to those. Like, like Dana refuses to listen to the first six albums in, like, some uh, stand-up against these people. I was going to say... What is the word? Protest. But people have been doing that too much recently. So Dana just does it as like, you know, uh, fuck you. Which I guess is kind of a protest. Look, I don't know, man. Can you just wear the mask? Anyways, I thought this was so fucked up that you can just buy and sell masters, like, stocks. Like, you can just... Hey, man, I'm going to buy those masters of Taylor Swift. Like, this Scooter Braun guy. Apparently, he does this all the time. Apparently, he's always doing this shit. Scooter... Scooter Braun, most popular guy named Scooter, ever. Let's see. I'm sure he worked with Bieber. I swear he worked with Bieber. The end of Taylor Swift's 300 million dollar fight. Bloomberg. Uh, When Scooter Braun agreed to sell Taylor Swift's first six album for 300 million. It wasn't just a good deal for the manager and his investors. It was the end of a year-long headache that started with his purchase of the, the label of Taylor Swift. Braun, the manager of Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber, had purchased Big Machine to accelerate his efforts to become a mogul. Gay. I'm a mogul. Go fuck yourself. Uh, Big Machine had an active roster of country stars and generates cash, but moments after the deal was announced, Swift assailed Braun as a bully. Dupe Duplichus bully. Dupe Leeches. God, listen to... This should be this should be a podcast called Wish. Listen to Dumb Person Read. Swift assailed Braun as a duplicitous bully. I don't know, man. Fuck off. Swift repeatedly declined to speak to me about her beef with Braun, but all along it's been clear she was using personal animus towards him to make a few larger points about the music business, of course. Swift framed her tale as a classic case of imbalance of power and societal sexism. Kind of. Swift was never the ideal messenger unlike many artists. Is this attacking her? Is it because he... now See, I think this one has an angle. Artists should own their work. True. Swift is, unlike many artists, is powerful enough not to fret about the blowback. Swift never wanted to buy a big machine. She just wanted her masters. Fact. Um. Yeah, I think that, that that should be allowed. I don't know why they don't. I don't understand how this works. I don't understand why you can do this. And that that article started to take a weird angle. Like, where that guy was mad that Taylor never talked to him. Like, he mattered for some reason. Like That'd be like me coming on here, like, dude, I couldn't get Rogan on. Can you believe this? That guy doesn't want to fucking talk to me. What about the guy that only listens to Joe Rogan? Yeah, dude, so I was listening to Rogan with Alex Jones, and like, They, like, fact-checked him in real time, and, like, it was pretty accurate, you know? Like, he says pretty crazy stuff, but, like, I can get behind. Like, shut up, dude. Dude, I listened to Rogan with uh, this guy that talked about aliens and, like, was talking about how cool it would be if, like, we could fuck aliens. And I was like, dude, we should totally fuck aliens. Dude, if you tried DMT, dude, I heard about it on Rogan, and, like, DMT would, like, be so cool. Like, I feel like I'd trip hard as fuck on DMT. I don't even know what DMT is. Maybe that's the last thing we'll look up before we get the fuck out of here for the week. DMT and go enjoy some Thanksgiving. You guys enjoying Thanksgiving? I actually like that we have no holidays this year. DMT is a chemical substance that occurs in many plants and animals, which is both a derivative and an <sighs> is a powerful hallucinogenic drug. Oh, I hate those people. I'm pretty sure Bill Bill Burr just talked about this. But I hate people that are like dude, my real mind like if I drink a lot of beer or or vodka and I go, "Hey man, I was my true self last night." And they're like, "No, you were drunk." But if somebody eats a bunch of mushrooms and they're like, "Hey man, I was my true self last night." Everyone's like, "You go, man. Be yourself. Be free, bro. Be free." You're such a free thinker. Do you wear a hemp sweatshirt? (laughs) Yeah, man. And I drive a fucking Civic. Fuck yeah, dude. Anyways, I actually like that we're done with holidays this year. I like that I'm not going to have to drive somewhere. I'm going to tell Dana, like, hey, I'm not going to dress up either. If I'm just going to spend the day chilling, I'm not dressing up. Like, if I'm not meeting anybody I haven't seen in a year, and I don't have to fake liking them for 30 minutes, I'm not going to dress up. So I'm good. So I'm just going to wear whatever I'm wearing now, and, you know, that'll be it. So, yeah. So be good to yourself, man. I wish I could play music on the way out of here. Be good to yourself. Uh, wear your mask, please. Go support the sponsor manscaped.com. Manscaped.com's into the woods. No, nope, wait, wait. I fucked that up. Manscaped.com. Code into, I-N-T-O. 20% off. Free shipping for you guys. I did it for you. I made sure to get the free shipping tacked on because I like you guys. I don't want you to pay shipping costs. I think shipping costs are ridiculous. How am I buying a $30 product? It costs $16 to ship it. Figure that shit out. Logistics. All right, man. That's the end of my week. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Please don't kill your grandparents, all right? They don't want to die. If, I guess if they're dumb enough. Yeah, you know what? That's my new stance. If you guys are dumb enough to hang out, fuck it. They don't care. They're complicit. All right, man. See you guys next week. Be good. Go Browns. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Peace.